And good afternoon. We're entering the five o'clock hour. First day of our fall share Pray from the Heart 2022. Matching Monday is what this Monday is. It is that day where we build our matching funds, and those funds are going to be used. In fact, you're the match. When you call in and you make your pledge of support today at 888-823-5286, you become the match as we incentivize other folks who will be listening to us over the next four days to call in and make their pledges support. So make it big and make it count. We had a fantastic hour with Brother Anselm over at Mount Angel Abbey. He's one of the newer monks there, about six years in the community. And he reminded us about the power of prayer that God, when we pray, we go within and we hear the Lord speak to us. We are made in the image and likeness of God. And we share that from within out into the world. So help us this hour to help hit our goal. Our goal for the day, $25,000 we've been whittling down. And my last count is we're down to $7,630 to go. And we're going to begin a fresh new hour, five o'clock hour, pretty powerful commute hour. A lot of people are on the roads right now, heading home, maybe heading to a soccer game, picking up kids, going to the next activity. And so we decided, well, who could we call? Well, Thanks be to God, we're able to reach out to our auxiliary bishop, Peter Smith, to join us for the next hour. And I'm always so grateful. Bishop Smith has been such... such an amazing shepherd for us to to support our archdiocese with Archbishop Alexander Sample. But every once in a while, Archbishop Sample is out of town. He might be traveling. And so I call Bishop Smith. Will you help me on the voice of the shepherd? And in the month of October, we have an opportunity to hear a lot from Bishop Smith. So I'm always so grateful. Bishop Smith, thanks for joining us for this hour of our Fall share Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dina Marie. Good to be with you all. And uh, when can we use my new byline for being on the radio? I know. What is the new byline? I have a face for radio and a voice for print. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I won't say that we'll join you there, but I think that we're all in radio on the same ticket. (laughs) Well, Bishop, you may have those things, but you definitely have a heart for Christ. And we are so pleased that you are able to join us this hour. Bishop Smith, you know, Dina Marie's kind of been telling us a little bit that, you know, you're ready, always willing to step in to fill that void. You know, the life of an archbishop, especially, you know, in a vast, you know, geographic area like the Archdiocese of Portland, well, he needs a hand. You are that hand to help the archbishop. Kind of tell our listeners a little bit of what an auxiliary bishop does in an archdiocese. Basically, an auxiliary bishop in an archdiocese, or they have them in diocese as well, does whatever the bishop or archbishop wants them to do. So that's what it comes down to. In this archdiocese, the way it works is uh, Archbishop Sample uh, pulled me out of the parish to be vicar general and moderator of the curia of the archdiocese. I'll explain what those mean. Vicar general is effectively the executive uh, assistant the Archbishop. So I have, as Vicar General, I have the executive power of the Archbishop. So if you're in the military, you think about it in terms of being the executive officer. If you're in the business world, it's like being the CEO to the president. And then the other side part of the job, the way it's set up here, is moderator of the curia. And what that means practically is you run the chancery office that assists the Bishop or Archbishop in his leadership of and care for the parishes and the archdiocese. So that's like a CEO position. 
So that's kind of how the job here works. We have somebody else who does the chief administrative side of things, and she handles all the business, legal, financial, all of that. So I handle this and then also tribunal stuff. So it keeps me pretty busy. So, and then, of course, I uh, help the archbishop in whatever way he would like me to, to do. So often what happens is, and this is with confirmation and other major events, the archbishop decides, given his schedule and what's important, what he can be at and what he cannot be at, and then the next next person up, if that's not the case, I go as his delegate in those situations. So there's a lot of different uh, aspects to the job, at least the way it's configured here. And it keeps me pretty busy, and it keeps me out of trouble. <laughs> I like it. I want to stay out of trouble, too. That's why I often try to, well, I like to do what I am told. 888-823-5286, that is the number to call. Dina Marie, you said that you and uh, Auxiliary Bishop Peter Smith, you're spending some time on Voice of the Shepherd. What are some of the things that you and uh, uh, Bishop Peter are uh, talking about this month? Well, we've had a lot of wonderful conversations and and bishop smith what i love to talk with you about is the presence of the holy spirit cooperating with the holy spirit getting out of the way of the holy spirit but you know as we talked in i think one of our upcoming episodes is going to be on this renewal of the church and you had a talk particularly to a group of men i believe they were queen of peace parishioners at mountain angel if i remember right it was one of their uh, particular retreats and to kind of go through some of the history of the church and to look at uh well, when the Holy Spirit leads, sometimes changes need to be made. Sometimes there's a better clarity of how the Holy Spirit works. And and Bishop Smith, I think, with working with the uh, Western Oregon Charismatic Renewal Community, um, of course, your community with the Brotherhood of the People of Praise, really around the presence and cooperation of the Holy Spirit, um, I love to hear how we can discuss that better and how we can participate in the works of the Holy Spirit. And Bishop Smith, maybe just give us a little sense of, of in this apostolate, as we're ministering to people and sharing the Word of God, how we can cooperate with the Holy Spirit in media ministry. Well, if you go back to the very early church and then you look through the lives of the saints, it's, it's replete with examples of men and women and even um, uh, children who have responded to the prompting of the Holy Spirit and have been, uh, in a sense, uh, wonderful uh, proclaimers and witnesses of the gospel to the world around them. And this is something we're going to be, we have started talking more and more about, and you'll hear the Archbishop talking more and more about it, where we're really refining our sense of, of mission and who we are and what we're about as an archdiocese. So we have this little playbook that we use, and the first question is, why do we exist? And the, the response to that is that we exist to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so you start from that, because we are disciples of Jesus, and we sent them out to proclaim the gospel. And then, then you start doing the practical things, well, how do we do that? And how do we behave, and what's essential to this task? And there are different aspects of all of that, but it all comes down to that. Uh, why do we exist? What is our mission? And our mission is to be living witnesses uh, and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the way we do that is to help uh, every every person have a life-giving, ongoing, transforming encounter with God, however that works in their lives, so that God becomes personal and real to them. 
in a way that energizes and transforms their life of faith, and that this is not a one-time thing that is ongoing. And this is just basic and fundamental to uh, living the gospel in the world, and you see this in the early church, you see this all down through Christian history, as the Holy Spirit moves in different ways. It's marvelous to look at. Society changes, culture changes, all these things going on. And so the Holy Spirit changes the way he works in the middle of that, simply because as human beings, we understand and see and experience things in certain ways. And so God reveals himself to us in ways that we can understand. That's why the Word became flesh and became the second person. The second person of Trinity became Jesus Christ, Jesus of Nazareth, in our midst, in a way that we could understand, but also in a way this shows God's incredible love and mercy uh, for each one of us. He manifests himself, but in a way that doesn't overwhelm our freedom. Another gift that he's given us. Because God wants us following him, because out of love, friendship, and affection, not as mindless zombies and robots. And so it's just, when you look at it and start thinking about it, just it's just wonderful to see God's mercy and kindness and goodness in a way, he reaches out to all of us and all creation. And that should evoke in us, unless we are extremely hardened hearts, incredible gratitude and a loving response. On the air with Bishop Peter Smith, Auxiliary Bishop for the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon. And once in a while and through the month of October, you will hear him on The Voice of the Shepherd on Tuesday evenings at 7.30. What a great hour for us. And when we opened this hour, when we actually we opened the morning, we mentioned that our intention, our prayer intention for this Monday is for our Holy Father, is for our bishops, is for our priests, our deacons, those ordained in ministry to really pray for them. And we have a particular outreach that we want to support with our Catholic Cares Initiative that is supporting works of vocations here in the Archdiocese of Portland, whether it's some of our men who are going to be studying at Mount Angel Abbey with through some of the scholarships that came from our our bishops, our bishops that have served right here in the Archdiocese or to work with our Office of Vocations to really help to support those families who are bringing in vocations. And so, Bishop Smith, we're just grateful that we are kind of closing up part of this afternoon with you to remind us that it's so important for us to pray for you, for all of our bishops, all of our priests, our deacons that serve in such a special way to bring the Lord closer to the people. And I want to ask you, because we, I was able to see some posts on Facebook of some of the priests who were at the convocation last week, and uh, some of the guys were out there out on the water surfing, boogie boarding and things, but there was some, some great discussion uh, and the talks and the conversation uh, about discernment. But maybe can you share with us a little bit about that, that opportunity to gather in prayer with the priests and to really bring some time of, of unity with the priests for this, this year's convocation? The Convocation, as always, there are two events in the life of this Archdiocese where you see most of the priests. One of them is the Convocation, and the other is the Chrism Mass. And our Convocation this year had Father Gallagher, who spoke on uh, discernment in the life of, of, of a priest. And Father Gallagher has written a number of books. I believe he's from the Oblates of the Virgin Mary community, interestingly enough. Um, I was not able to be there because uh, last weekend on Sunday, I tested positive for you know what. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, after taking all the precautions and doing all that, I said, 
I came down with it. Uh, I thought I had a cold, tested negative all the way through. And then on Sunday afternoon, the uh, it was like a hurricane hit me through through Wednesday evening, and then it kind of eased up. And uh, I'm back in the, went back in the office today, but I um, having tested negative for a number of days now. But it wasn't fun, but uh, it's over. But what I did hear uh, was that uh, the convocation guys really liked it overall. Uh, that uh, my assistant Anne Marie Van Dyke was there, and she mentioned that. You know, sometimes during talks, people are out in the hallways and so on. She said almost nobody was in the hallway. They were all there listening to the talks mm-hmm. by Father Gallagher, um, and they're just it. It was something that really blessed the guys, and it's the next step in what's going on with the, the particularly the priests in this archdiocese. This Archbishop Sample tries to lead us, or is leading us forward in this whole new focus and effort. You know, we started with. Uh, a retreat that we did some some years ago with Father Bill Watson and uh, he gave us the book Forty Weeks with Priests. It's a, he's a Jesuit and uh, this is an adaption of spiritual exercises that impacted a number of people. We all read another of uh, the book uh, from Christendom to Apostolic Mission. And Archbishop uh, actively promoted the use of the Surrender Novena, and then from there we went into a special convocation. Uh, with Acts 29, that's XXIX, not 29, that's a different organization. As Father John Ricardo came in, and he focused on proclaiming the gospel to ourselves and then healing our wounds as priests so that we can more effectively minister. That had a profound impact uh, on many of the guys. And then from there, we, we also have been involved in Amazing Parish, and that's moving forward. And then we had Father, I mean, Dr. Bob, Bob Schutz from the John Paul II Healing Center in Florida came in and spoke to our convocation about the importance of us, us as uh, priests having healing in our lives so that we could, uh, again, be better ministers. Sister Miriam Heidland came and assisted him. She's well known to many of us here. And so that the, the next thing now was uh, Father Gallagher's a presentation of the convocation. The archbishops also started these seminars with the, with the priests. Um, it's just part of going forward and sort of building building this vision among us. You know, what is our mission? Um, to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ, to be living witness of Jesus Christ, to develop that kind of relationship. Because there's the old dictum in the, the church: you cannot give what you do not have. And it's a way for us to. Uh, refocus of our lives of faith because what happens so to more than a few priests is you come out of the seminary filled with zeal and so on you get put in a parish and pretty soon the practical realities of administration and all these other things start weighing you down and that takes that eats away at your time so that you are less able to be a living witness and to proclaim the good news and to serve the people of god entrusted to your care Bishop Peter Smith with us here on this Matching Monday in the 5 o'clock hour. And so many things for us to pray for, to continue to support at our local parish level. But you know what? Matri Radio touches all of our parishes throughout Western Oregon and into Southwest Washington. And we want to encourage you to, one, pray for our priests, pray for our bishops with all of the work that we're doing to build these amazing parishes. And we're going to thank you for your pledge of support here at Matri Radio. We're going to take a quick break, come back with Bishop Peter Smith as we continue 
continue to focus on our Matching Monday. And together, we are praying from the heart. We'll be right back. Welcome back to our Fall share Pray from the Heart 2022. We're in the 5 o'clock hour, busy hour. I know many of you are commuting. Many of you are transitioning from maybe work back to school. But you know what? We are here with you no matter what it is. 2 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the afternoon with the Chaplet of Divine Mercy. We are here to pray with you. And we are praying from the heart. 888 888- is the number to call. We've got a full load of volunteers, and they are just waiting to hear from you. Patrick, you gave us an update a little bit ago that we were looking at $7,630 left. Are we still at that number? Have we whittled it down a little bit? We've whittled it down just a little bit. A tiny bit. bit. So so $17,420 in on our $25,000 goal, $17,420 leaves us a balance of 7580 7580 mm. is what we need between now and 7 o'clock. We really need to get that full 25000 in. This is our match. So what we do with that is this, if you're waiting for the gift to be doubled, your gift will be doubled yeah. because you are the match. And later on Friday when we're asking people to call in and uh, we want to double that gift, you're providing that opportunity, but we can't do it without you. We can't offer that match later in the week without your help today on this Matching Monday. So if Bishop Smith can call in from his sick bed, come on, <laughs> you can right. pick up the phone and give us a call. I mean, you know, I'm just amazed by the strength of Bishop Smith, even more so by his great sense of humor and his joy <laughs> that he spreads. Even being sick, the man sounds <laughs> joyful and so full of life. So it's, it's just great. 7580 between now and 7 o'clock. We need your help. So mm-hmm. come on, pick up the phone, give us a call, 888-823-5286, or online, matradayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. It's easy, it's simple, it's painless, it's secure. So give us a call. You know, and we know this is a really challenging environment economically. I mean, all we have to do is go down to the corner and look at the gas prices on that marquee. You know, it's kind of make you do a double take if if you're not real lucky, but um, we want to pray for you. It's Mm -hmm. prayer from the heart. So if you can't make a gift, perhaps you have a prayer intention. Our volunteers are there to take it. We'd love to pray for you. It's what we're here for. It's what we really excel at. So give us a call, 888-823-5286. Share those prayer intentions with us. We want to take those into our heart and pray into the most sacred heart of Jesus from there through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, of course. Absolutely. 888-823-5286 is the number to call. Again, call now. Make your pledge of support. $10 a month. That's a $120 gift for the full year. Maybe it's a dollar a day. With uh, Patrick saying we've got uh, $75.80 left to go, that covers about three full days of broadcast. It's about $2,400 a day to cover the just the basic operating expenses to keep Mater Day Radio on the air. So we're really looking at covering about three full days of broadcast and your dollars are going to make that happen. And we are so grateful for you to pick up the phone, make a call. If it's easier for you to go online and close to 50%, if not more of our donors are going online to make that pledge at materdayradio.com or using the great 
the Hail Mary Media app. Download it for free on your phone, and then you can listen to all of our programming, the podcast, the prayers. Great opportunity for us to pray from the heart. Bishop Peter Smith is with us here, Auxiliary Bishop with the Archdiocese of Portland. Going to call out to some of your former parishioners at St. Rose of Lima Parish and School, also Our Lady of the Lake Catholic Parish and School. Big communities, All Saints Parish as well, that I was there. You were there with the Brotherhood of the People of Praise early on. Uh, Bishop, when you were first ordained, I believe, a deacon, you were still living with us at All Saints. Is that right? That's correct. We were living. <laughs> That was the old convent, which was destroyed um, so that the new office space would be there. And then we moved to where we are in North Portland. But those are the three parishes I have done partial ministry in is uh, the the All Saints, uh, Our Lady of the Lake and St. Rose. You know, earlier on, you you mentioned the importance of praying for our priests and religious. We should also also pray for uh, vocations to marriage and family life. Mm Uh, there was a family at St. Rose that had a younger boy who was very interested at the time in the things of, of the priesthood. And at some point, he I'm not sure exactly what he did. So the archbishop wrote a letter back to him and it commanded him to pray for his pastor. And the archbishop had the line, you know, keep, keep uh, pray for your pastor. God knows he needs it. <laughs> <laughs> So that was there was just a lot of humor all around with that, just in in praying for folks. The the importance, you know, as I'm talking earlier on about uh, proclaiming the good news. You know, here we are doing a sherathon, and part of proclaiming the good news is communications. And in this day and age, you know, we more and more have have to communicate our message, particularly in a realm that's becoming more and more congested with other voices. And Catholic radio is one way to do that, is to proclaim the good news, to be a presence, be a presence, to witness to the gospel and the good things that that God is doing. You know, sometimes when we think of evangelizing or uh, proclaiming the good news, we think of somebody who's a street corner evangelist. But actually, the fundamental um, mission that we are called to is in proclaiming the good news is to be witnesses. What does a witness do? A witness testifies to what he or she has seen, have heard, have experienced. That's what we call witnesses in trials and witnesses for other things. And the same is true in the, the challenge of Jesus when he says, go make disciples of all the nations. Uh, you are my witnesses to the end of the earth. We can all do that. One way we do that, apart from just our own lives, as being witnesses and witnessing the life of Christ and how we live and who we are and what's important to us. Another way to do it is to to share with others the good news of what Jesus means to us and has done for, for us and what we see Jesus doing. And one way to do that is, is through communication media and Catholic radio is one part of that. So this is an important thing that we have, a tool that we have um, to proclaim the good news. You know, it's... We really need to use what's going on in the culture. You see this again and again with the, the great saints and the evangelists who make use of the world around them and the gifts that God gives them, even in technology, to be witnesses, living witnesses, and proclaim the good news. So part of, part of the, the, the mission that the Archbishop is calling us back to and leading us in 
is to proclaim the good news. And one way we do that is through Catholic radio. So all those of you who are out there, I encourage you to uh, consider supporting Catholic radio. As was shared earlier on, the kingdom of God does need money to run on. <laughs> That's right. The, the, the Good Samaritan who saved the man by the side of the road, it was a very fortunate thing that the Good Samaritan had financial means mm-hmm. to enable the care for the injured man until he returned. So praise God for that. And he, with the means that he had, he was willing to use to do good as well as take care of his other responsibilities. And that's something we all need to uh, keep in mind as we go through our lives. It's easy, and my spiritual director reminds me of this regularly, it's easy just to become cynical about things or harden to things. And when we do that, we miss the prompting of the Holy Spirit to respond um, to needs that are in front of us that we would sort of normally write off. And now we suddenly become more sensitive to that, and we pick up on that, and we respond. And you can think of it in terms of our, our normal human interactions, you know, you may notice somebody, a friend, a co-worker, whoever, is really struggling with something, and you inquire and try and help them. Now, that can make a world of difference. It may be a simple gesture, a hand on the shoulder, or can I pray with you, or are you okay? You know, it's you're not your normal self today. And it may just be somebody noticing, somebody doing something like that. And as was shared earlier, it's if we each do our part, we can help achieve something greater than if we just had our own particular thing to do and we didn't do anything beyond that. Our theme this week is Pray from the Heart, our Fall share 2022. And I love that, you know, we all need to do our part. We're all here to share the message of hope, the message of Jesus Christ. And Bishop Peter Smith with us on the line from the Archdiocese of Portland. So important for us as a Catholic radio apostolate. You know, what I think is so beautiful for us is we have the opportunity to share the vision of the Archbishop. We have the opportunity to share that message of evangelization from the office, from the sea of our local church. You know, earlier it was said, you know, think about all of the parishes within the Archdiocese of Portland. That's one parish. And our pastor is the Archbishop. He is our shepherd. And we're all working together to continue to follow that focus, that focus of support. So folks, as you call in and you make your pledge of support, you're really allowing Matre Day Radio to help Archbishop Sample really do his do his duty as he is responding to the call of Christ, as Bishop Peter Smith is responding to the call of Christ. We're help, able to help share when there's a need in our archdiocese, when we had the wildfires hit our communities and in parishes and in neighborhoods that were devastated. We were able to, with Catholic Charities and all of these other ministries, to work together to respond to the needs. And so this is what we want to do. Our Knights of Columbus, as we were in the pandemic, you know, the no... No family left behind. No one left behind. No neighbor left behind. We're going to look out for one another. And Mater Dei Radio certainly does that. You mentioned, Bishop Smith, you know, when there's a need. Well, five days during the fall, 
and five days in the spring, Mater Dei Radio expresses, we have a need. We have a need of these dollars in order to keep the operating going here at Mater Dei Radio. So this is a great need. We want to continue the broadcast strong so we can we can go through any hurricane that might just hit us. You know, we are strong because we're rooted in our Lord Jesus Christ, and we're right positioned between Our Lady and the Holy Eucharist. That's where we put our, our that's how we are steadied, you know, through our Lord and our Blessed Mother, and we will we will go through any storm. But folks, we do need you this hour. Those of you who are listening on your radio, on your app, on your on your on your computer right now, call in, click in, and make a pledge of support. Uh, we've got seventy five eighty left to go to hit our goal for the day, and we know that with many of you calling in right now, we can make that happen. Triple eight. 823-5286 again 888-823-5286 with Bishop Peter Smith on the line we're going to take a quick break hear from you on the phone at the com website or the Hail Mary Media app or please give us a call we'll be right back Welcome back to Mater Day Radio's 2022 Fall Sharathon. Pray from the heart and help us unify more souls in this bold intercession to Jesus through Mary and we are so grateful to have you joining us on this fall Sharathon. Pray from the heart. Matching Monday is where we are in the five o'clock hour. I'm Dina Marie, along with Brenda Aiken, and Aaron is with us this afternoon. Bishop Peter Smith on the line. The phone number for you to call is 888 823 5286. Again, 888. 888- Eight two three five two eight six. We have a safe and secure payment gateway for you to use an online donation at materdayradio.com. Thank you for that call. Or if you've been one of the newest members who have downloaded the Hail Mary Media app, you can give a gift right there on the app. And if you have not downloaded that Hail Mary Media app, we would invite you to do that right now. Go ahead and just go to whatever particular Google PlayStation that you download your apps, whether you have an iPhone or an Android and you just do that, but it doesn't cost anything. You know, but I guess the one thing it is cost is that your gift of support helps to keep that Hail Mary Media app fresh and alive and continues to grow. And we are grateful for that. Bishop Peter Smith with us. And Bishop Peter, I want to just ask you, first of all, I want to thank you for your ability to come and to spend time with us at the Rosary Bowl on the first Saturday of October. It was a beautiful day and you, your homily was so powerful. You shared some beautiful things on the Feast of St. Therese, but you shared a couple of testimonies from people that you know who have made, you know, that that they drew a line in the sand and they went deeper in their relationship with Christ and all of a the sudden they had opportunities to be Christ to others. And, and maybe you could just share one of those stories because I was really encouraged. I know the people who attended Rosary Bowl were, but again, this is the gift of the power of the Rosary, our Blessed Mother and our Catholic faith. Sure, I'm trying to remember because I use a lot of stories and stories every homily. These were the stories about Bob, right? Yes. Okay. So my apologies to those of you who have heard, the, heard these accounts, but they're a wonderful example of how a faithful Catholic can make an incredible difference by just simply being a living witness of his faith and allowing people to see uh, Christ within him and how it impacts others. So. This guy's name is Bob. He lives in Minneapolis, St. Paul, and married to his wife, Diane. They have uh, seven children and a bunch of grandchildren. (laughs) 
Bob was a professional photographer, um, retired, and he was a as a young man. He had a profound. He had a very interesting life as a young man, and he he had a profound encounter with Christ and a retreat. And he and his wife had changed their 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 relationship, had changed their marriage, had changed their family life. His faith came alive for him, and uh, he and his wife are just wonderful witnesses to ordinary Catholics living the gospel. Um, guided and powered by the Holy Spirit and filled with the life of Jesus. So he retired and he was sitting there thinking, you know, what am I going to do now that I'm retired? And it was, just, and it was interesting. It wasn't like, okay, now I get to enjoy my time. It was a case of, Lord, what do you want me to do? I mean, how can I continue to serve you? So he was praying and uh, what happened was that a word came to mind, and this is not a recommendation for the company, this is just neutral. But the word was Uber. He kept praying, you want me to be an Uber driver? And it seemed like, yeah. So he talked to his wife about it and asked the two of them prayed about it and discerned. And it's like, yeah, I think God's asking you to be an Uber driver. And he said, well, okay, so, but how do I do that and be a witness? And what became clear was that it was make your car your living room. You know, so people come into our house, houses, we receive them hospitably. And if we're people of strong and vibrant faith, you know, people will come in and they see those elements in our life and how we live. You know, why do we put photographs of people we love or paintings that we like on the wall? Because it reflects something of us. You know, and so why do we have crucifixes in our houses and perhaps uh, Bibles and things like that? It's because that shows something. So he developed a little five-minute testimony of his life. It was very soft in the sense that he just said, you know, this is who I am, my wife, my kids. This is how I used to live. And I, and my wife and I encountered Jesus and uh, on this retreat. And so it changed our life as Catholics. So anyhow, he has dozens and dozens of stories like this. And he's just a couple. And the one was uh, one evening, he, it was Saturday evening, and and finished dinner, and so he told his wife, you know, I think I'm going to uh, go out and do some Uber. Great. So he clocks in, and immediately in a, a, a uh, call comes, and it's to a particular place, and it's, when the, it's in the wealthiest suburb of the metropolitan area. Okay. And so as he's driving over there, he sees the venue that the person wants to go to, and it's a strip joint. So he was thinking, okay, now this is going to get interesting. So he pulls up outside this humongous mansion, and this guy comes out of the house like a cork out of a champagne bottle, jumps in the car, quite agitated. He says, you know where we're going? So Bob said, yeah, such and such an address. Okay. And so Bob starts driving. And there's small talk. The guy settled down, and Bob started to share his story about his, his family and his past and all this. And they get to the to the uh, address of the, the strip joint, and Bob hasn't finished the story, so he pulls up, and the guy doesn't move. And the guy, Bob says, we here. And the guy hand, hands him from the back seat a bunch of $20 bills and says, keep talking, keep driving. You know, so Uber doesn't operate that way, but so Bob then drove around the block or drove until he finished his story about and then he pulled up in front of the place, and he says, well, okay, well, here we are. There's another silence, and 
guy reaches forward with a bunch more $20 bills. And he said, I just had the worst fight I have ever had with my wife since we've been married. And he said, I was so mad I was going to go go out and get up to no good. And he just said, take me home. So Bob drove him home and talked with him a little bit. On the way back, prayed with him, came to the front of the mansion, stopped the car, and then got out and went back into the house. And Bob's never seen him again. But what happened there? What happened there was you see a, a, an ordinary Catholic in a, in, a, in a very non-threatening way, witnessing to his faith. And what was the impact? In this case, likely saved a marriage. You know, so that's how the Lord works in the world with things like that. If we are willing to open our lives and let ourselves be living witnesses to the gospel, um, God can take any of us like Bob and do incredible things. Won't show up on the evening news, won't show up anywhere else, but when when Bob and this man come before the Lord, they'll know. Another quick Bob story, he, he uh, on another occasion was, was doing his Uber and he uh, got, a, got a, a, a call and it was to a building, a government building in downtown St. Paul. So he pulls up outside and this this woman comes out and gets in the car, very, very professionally dressed. You know, one of these things where the way the way she was dressed and how she looked was just oozed. This person is in a very uh, high-powered position. And so they got talking and Bob's driving her to the destination. So he starts sharing his story. And shared, you know, my wife and I, we have seven children, and uh, from, uh, from them we have however many grandchildren we had, they had, and what a wonderful blessing they are, and so on. And she just blurts out, I'm pregnant. And Bob could see she had no wedding ring on. And he's like, okay, Lord, what do I do now? And... Uh, Yes, he prayed, and it's just interesting when you're in those situations. It's like it's, it's something that takes a second. It seems like everything goes into slow mo. <laughs> and he said he wasn't even thinking of it; just blurted out of his mouth. And this is the Holy Spirit prompting him. He just said, "Do you know you have a beautiful baby growing within you?" And the woman just broke down crying. And so he didn't say anything. He kept driving. He's a married man. He knows. He's smart. And when the woman finally um, got herself together, she said to him, nobody ever told me that before. I think I'll keep it. You know, so in that case, almost certainly the life of a child was saved just by somebody sharing his story and his um, what God has done in his life and in his family. So those are examples of uh, being living witnesses to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And those are the kinds of things that the Archbishop is trying to encourage us to become more of. Because in the end, our world is going to be transformed, not because God blitzes it from on high, or God works through bishops or priests and deacons and religious. But the secret weapon, I think, for God's 
manifesting himself in this world in such a powerful way are ordinary people, Catholics who live their ordinary lives, but filled with the presence of God, guided by the Holy Spirit, and being living witnesses to the life that they proclaim. And here we are praying from the heart, ordinary people, ordinary men and women who just say yes to Christ. And you're hearing Bishop Peter Smith with us in this beautiful hour, reminding us of where we are, who we are, and most importantly, whose we are. We belong to Jesus Christ. 888-823-5286. We're just looking for a couple of ordinary people. You know, we're ordinary. I think about St. Therese and the little flower who just said with little things, just with those little things with great love, God can make God will make miracles happen, but he wants our cooperation. He wants our willingness to say yes, and we're so grateful for you. We've only got a couple minutes to wrap up this hour here, and you know what? We've got one more hour, and we are grateful for that hour to continue to move this share where it needs to be, and that's in the Lord's hands. 888-823-5286. Patrick, we've got a couple of minutes before we uh, get us to the top of the hour. And we do have some thank yous to yes. get out there. I want to thank Zarina with Mother Mary of the Angels. <laughs> thank you so much for that. Great to hear back from them again. We had a great morning with Mother and uh, thank you, Zarina, for making that call at 888-823-5286. Peggy made a call, too. Peggy here in Portland at Holy Trinity Parish. Thank you so much. We'll offer those prayers of healing for you, Peggy. So thank you. 888-823-5286 is the number. I'm still just struck by the story Bishop <laughs> shared. That's just incredible, poignant. Wow, wow. And, uh, you know, these are the kind of stories that have an impact beyond just telling the story. They touch hearts. They change lives. That's what we're in the business of doing through prayer, through the Holy Spirit, through you, through you and your call or your gift at matradayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. We need about $7,500 between now and 7 o'clock. It's a hill we've climbed before. It's a hill we need your help to climb right now. So let's get rolling one step at a time, 888-823-5286. And let us join you to pray from the heart. 888-823-5286. I love this idea, and I've heard it a couple times now. The story. The story. Who is there to tell this story on the air? I would have never heard this story if if, uh, Bishop Peter Smith was not with us this hour. Who's going to tell that story? Where are you going to hear it? You're going to hear it at Mater Day Radio. That's where we want to be. We want to be that message of hope to somebody who has not heard it before, who has said, I've not heard radio broadcasts sound like this before. What are they saying? Who are they talking about? Where can I get that kind of love? Right in our streets, in our city, we are looking, we are searching. And that's where Mater Day Radio wants to be. We want to stand in the midst of this city and say, we are the light. We are Christ's light to the world so desperately in need. And what we really need people to do is join us. Now, I don't even want to look at what goal we're trying to get to. God will help us get there. I don't need to count that. What I need to just know and hear is that there are people listening, willing to stand with Mater Day Radio 
willing to ensure that, well, we will continue to be that voice, to be that story, to be Christ's story to the to the city. 888-823-5286. Will you stand with Mater Day Radio this hour? We have just a minute left in this hour, so now is the time I think we'd love to say thank you and goodbye to Bishop Peter. Bishop Peter, before we go this hour, will you end us in prayer and your bishop's blessing? Certainly, and for all those out there listening and however you're doing it, I just encourage you to pray ahead, make a reasoned, prayerful discernment of what God may be calling you to do in all this. Let us pray. The Lord be with you. And with with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Bishop Peter Smith. God bless you, and we will be talking to you soon. And thank you for your time with us on The Voice of the Shepherd. Glad to be with you all. Um, Blessings to all of you, and blessings for great success for the Sheraton. All right, folks, marching orders. Let's continue, and we'll move into the 6 o'clock hour. We hope that you pray the Angelus with us. And here's the phone number. Let's take this into the 6 o'clock hour, 888 823-5286 looking for some ordinary folks that want to let the Lord do extraordinary things through their lives and that's by touching people's lives and bringing them closer away from that road of sin into a life of abundance abundance and full life stay with us here the fall share continues let us together pray from the heart <laughs> 